Random quote of the day. So um, just randomly, I watched a video on Instagram and they were playing Survivor. So Survivor is a Destiny's Child single from, I want to say, 2001. And I just remember like that summer we played, me and my siblings, we played the hell out of that while playing our Dreamcast, just Survivor. And it was just randomly because everyone always wants to, you know, shit on Michelle Williams for like, I don't know if her singing or what, just because she was the newest member. But her her verse, she said something I feel like is a really good quote just in general. It's a really good quote. So um, I'm just going to read it like it's a quote instead of like it's a lyric. And then you guys can go back and listen to it yourself if you want to. So, after all of the darkness and sadness, soon comes happiness. If I surround myself with positive things, I gain prosperity. And always think about stuff like that when it comes to, like, you know, Insecure. Um, it's another TV show just ended earlier. Ooh, not earlier this year. Last year, actually. Like, end of last year, Insecure ended. And one of the characters, Kelly who's also a member of Destiny's Child, if you think about Kelly. But um, one of the members, Kelly, um, sorry, one of the actresses in there, the, um, Kelly, she um, she said, all of my friends are growing and living in abundance, I believe. So I just feel like if you constantly tell yourself positive things or speak on positive things, like don't take every interaction as black or white takes interactions as a lesson learned experience like i'm gaining something from this this it might hurt now but i know that if i keep going forward i'll learn something from this because a lot of times i've had experiences where initially they broke me down to the point i didn't want to be here anymore like i didn't want to live i was tired and i allowed those kind of experiences to you know cultivate me to the person I am today so a lot of times people think like oh you know the person's been through a heartbreak or they've lost a loved one or they've gone through an issue if they automatically become this kind of like cold jaded bitter person um and I make the joke sometimes like yeah I'm bitter but I for the most part I'm not bitter I'm always open to you know new romantic experiences new platonic experiences so I, I want y'all to, you know, work on that, work on, you know, living in your prosperity, you know, because after all the stuff that we've gone through, I was going to say the S word, but after all the stuff we've gone through in our lives, no matter if you're 12, 18, 30, or even 60, it seems like some of the listeners are, um, there's always a lesson to be learned from those experiences of darkness, and you can always find happiness on the other side. So hopefully... You're either in your happiness right now or you are soon to leave that dark period of your life. So that being said, welcome to Vicarious Podcast. I am your host, Paul C. Hey everyone, and welcome to Vicarious, where we talk about anime, life, politics, and everything in between. Join me, Paul C., each episode as we dive deeper into some events you might have heard and some you never expected to hear. So tell me, what are you Vicarious about? Random way to start a podcast that I just said some happiness and abundance but um I was reading this article when I woke up this morning and I was like wow okay uh so Colorado lays to rest first legally composed human remains so um you know death is always a weird topic to talk about I've noticed with people and I mean initially I was also kind of like that like oh it's death it's taboo but I feel like you kind of have to speak about it especially you get older like reaching my 30s I started like understanding like death 
not only is upon me, but my loved ones, you know, I have to face the idea that one day I will, you know, lose a parent, lose a sibling, you know, lose a loved one, maybe a spouse. And it's hard to kind of grasp yourself around the idea because it's, um, when you don't, when you have it, you don't understand that how you feel when you don't have it. So a lot of us were growing up, we've always had, not everyone, you know, we've always had our parents around, we've always had our siblings around, like they've been there for us. So it's like you understand this kind of feeling of presence, but the feeling of absence, I guess when it does eventually come about, you sometimes aren't prepared for it. You know, some people, they can prepare themselves mentally by like, you know, for example, if your loved one or spouse had cancer, over time you gradually will prepare yourself for the idea that this person's going to leave me soon because, you know, due to this illness or disease. But when the person just, you know, suddenly dies, how do you get over that thing? It's, you know, it's still even to me. So hopefully one day we'll have like a therapist on here so I can discuss death. That would be a really good idea. Let me know your thoughts um comments on instagram or via spotify or you know any other podcasting system that you use um that being said would you agree to have your body turned into soil like actual soil that you plant on a tree you put in your flower garden like would you accept grandpa being turned into soil to plant trees and personally for me i was like yes so so initially so growing up I always had this weird idea when it came to coffins, like, what if I, you know, I'm alive or something? I don't know. It's just, it's weird to be confined into a space, but I feel like if you were to, what's the word? Paralysis. The word was paralysis. So if you were to be paralyzed and you're in your coffin, I don't know. It's just, so I don't know if anyone ever watched Kill Bill Volume 2, but the guy, um, it wasn't Buck. I forgot what his name was. I think he was California Diamondback. He shot her Beatrice in the chest and buried her alive. And that became a big fear of mine. Like, oh my God, I don't want to be buried alive. But um, I, I feel like if you were to go about it in the way of like, okay, we um, burn your body or you get somehow transformed or turned and don't know how they do it into soil, you'd always kind of be around, but you're free because, you know, you're like, You'll grow with the trees and plants and life continues through your body. It's kind of like not sacrificing, but you get to use the whole body of the person. They don't pump you full of poisons and stuff. I think it's, it's a, a more beautiful sentiment to you if you were to become soil. That being said, um, talking about burning things or <laughs> actually that's a horrible transition, but I wanted to talk about smoking grooves. So on the previous podcast that I did where I was, um, you know, going it solo. That's the first episode of season one, by the way. Uh, I discussed going to Smoking Groove. So due to Los Angeles traffic, which I didn't, I guess, think very clearly about, Los Angeles traffic is horrible. So I miss Charlotte Day Wilson. And in the end, I ended up going, um, I went by myself. And it actually wasn't bad going by myself because... The lineup was so jam-packed that I would run to one stage to see another act or run back to the other stage to see another act. And I kind of did that maybe about four times. So I was like, okay, I like at least... 
three out of five of this artist on this stage. I'm just gonna get a really good spot, just hold for it and stand. But by the end of the night, it wasn't even the end of the night, I left before even the final <laughs> act because it was one windy, cold, windy, cold, like, ouch. And these girls are out here in like tube tops and like, they, they just weren't dressed for the weather. And I'm like, I know you're cold, baby. I know you're cold, go home. And it's, I don't know. They wanted to look cute for whoever be my guest. So I stayed till Tori Moy, then I left. So I would say, just for reference, if you guys, um, if you're interested in music festivals, go to music festivals that are like, I would say they should only have at most 16 acts within a day. This festival probably had 32 acts within a day. Music kept blending from both stages. So if you're going to a festival, make sure it's a two-day festival or they have a certain number of acts. That way you actually get to really experience the artist. Because I feel like, luckily, a lot of those artists I had, not a lot, but many of those artists I had seen or I had somewhat interest in. So I was like, I won't die if I don't get to see a full set. But some of them was like come on you gave them two songs and they had to like leave like run off the stage it I, it wasn't done well i feel like they could have done a lot better with it you know anyways another thing that came to me that um just didn't really hit for me like i thought it was going to i don't know if anyone else is so we're going to our anime segment i guess of the day and it was jujitsu kaisen zero so i went to go watch jujitsu kaisen zero with my friends when i was um back in los angeles and if you don't know it's a prequel of season one so um you don't get to see many of the characters that like Ida, itadori he's not in there for example and, for example, like he's not in there, for example, because it's going to show prior to him entering into the high school. And it kind of gives you background on another character who they spoke about in season one, but he never came up. I think he was like on exchange student or something like that. He wasn't there, though, I remember they were saying. But the character is cool. Don't get me wrong. But the build-up and the storyline and the cliches of it all, I was like, okay, this is pretty basic storyline. You know, like, I mean, they got their point across. Traumatic event, curse, but it was a, a basic storyline to me. So what do you guys think about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero? Let me know in the comments. I'll post, uh, make a post for this on on Instagram, and that way we can comment on different segments of it. Also, so I watched BBC, well, I listen to BBC World News, a podcast while I'm working. I don't know. Do you guys have any habits where you work from home? So like, for example, my work from home habit now is I wake up, I make breakfast. I like definitely make sure I eat breakfast every day. I will eat breakfast. I do not care. I'm eating breakfast now that I'm home. But um, make breakfast, turn on BBC World News, and I listen to see like what's going on in the war in Ukraine. What's going on with the lockdowns in China? What's going on with the prime minister of Australia? But like I listen to BBC World News because I for as a whole, I just love the idea that it's like, you know, they're not biased. They're just telling you what's going on in the world. And a lot of times, if you hear me bring up a random topic, sometimes I'll get the idea from something I heard off of that podcast. So, you know, not really a shout out, but just saying, like, if you want to get a really good 30 minute dose of news, like world news, not just the American news or your country, wherever you're listening, I would say listen to BBC World News podcasts on Spotify. Um, 
So that being said, I will adjourn this podcast for today. I'm Paul C. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Have a great one.